0: Talk Radio.
1: Welcome, you're listening to Perfectly Healthy and Tone Radio with your host Darren Fatman McDuck, and now, prepare to... hey 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 what's cracking and welcome to another episode of perfectly healthy and tone radio also known as fat man radio and i'm your host darren mcduffie wow it's been a while since i've been on i think the last show i did was in november i took uh, a lot of december to kind of clean up the shows when i started uh doing the show i was a bit of a rookie so i went back and i cleaned up a lot of the shows uh, put a lot of more descriptions in the shows And I ended up over the holidays taking some of the shows and uploading them to YouTube. So if you're interested in just listening to some snippets of the past show, you can go to YouTube, take a listen to those. And then I I direct you from YouTube on how to get back on the Blog Talk radio to listen to the whole show. So that way you can kind of pick and choose what you want to listen to and then um, go back to Blog Talk and listen to the entire show. So what's been happening? Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year uh, 2015. To everyone that's out there listening, I don't know if you have any New Year's resolutions. I I gave up doing resolutions a while ago just because um, I'm a little bit more loose with my goals. I tend to just go with the flow of uh, different types of things. So I'm not a big resolutions person. Um, I actually ended up doing a little bit of help for you or assisting you with some things I learned over the years. I started this journey in 2005 for those who have been listening to me. Started this journey in 2005, and there's some things that I've learned over the years about weight loss. It's been 10 years now, and there's a lot of things that I learned about weight loss. So you can go to a blog and check that out. I have a blog entitled My Lessons in Weight Loss. Just did that. I think I put that up last week, so just go to I Am The Fat Man, and you can check that blog out and leave some comments on that blog as well. I know a lot of people are doing the same thing year after year after year, and then they wonder why they're not losing weight so you got to change something and i remember 10 years ago i ended up changing a lot of old habits that i had eliminating a lot of things from my diet And since then, I have not had any struggles with my weight. So I share those things with you on that blog. If you're not connected with me on Twitter, please do so. Connect with me on Twitter at I'm the, I'm sorry, the fat underscore man is Twitter. So the fat underscore man and fat is spelled P-H-A-T. And I'm also on Pinterest. I started doing some more things on Pinterest. So I'm the fat man is on Pinterest. You can find me on there. I've been posting a lot of the uh, podcasts. A lot of the blog posts, the older blog posts, so you can catch me on Pinterest as well. And, of course, you can connect with me on Facebook on my name, Darren McDuffie. I don't have a ton of friends yet where I have to shut it down. And also just join me on the Facebook fan page, I'm the Fat Man. So Facebook.com slash I'm the Fat Man. And you can go in there and like the page and I'm trying to do a little bit more with the Facebook fan page. It's just hard trying to be the only person doing everything, but... I'll get to it and start posting a little bit more on the Facebook fan page, and your likes help me definitely give me some inspiration and some get-up-and-go to to do that stuff. So please like me on Facebook. All right, so tonight we have Joyce Moore. Joyce is a friend of mine. Um, Joyce helped me back in my old boot camp days. I reached out to her, and she was more than helpful to me when I was going through the whole boot camp thing and decided to kind of get out of that and then get into the radio thing and start to – more disseminate the information to you but i'm forever grateful for her and she is the website owner of owner or the owner of a business called fresh start transformation so she's going to be on the night so without further ado let me bring joyce on joyce Moore, welcome to perfectly healthy and tone radio
0: hey darren thank you so much for having me tonight um I definitely honor uh, the invite, and I'm so excited to be here because this is the next uh, progression and level in both of our careers. It's like we're on similar pathways as we go to the next level, of helping people to become healthy and live a better life, so this is awesome. I'm so grateful to be here
1: yeah thank you for coming on and you're definitely right i think we both started in the uh the boot camp phase and then we moved in a little bit more into nutrition you're moving more into you know helping others with the nutrition and being accountable so you're you're definitely right with that respect um now i went on your about page and uh read through your your bio briefly and your bio struck me and i wanted you to kind of share your story and uh from that story I had crafted some questions for you. But if you can share your story with the audience and how you started getting more out of the exercise realm and what happened with you and why you started getting more into the nutrition aspect of, of uh a new business.
0: Yeah, sure. So um like we said, uh my husband and I owned a boot camp up here in the Philadelphia area and um Things were going along, you know, pretty good for the most part. And then um, I got pregnant um, shortly after, you know, we got married, and um, I didn't know it. Um, I know a lot of people say, well, how did you not know that? And uh, I asked myself the same question. But um, I was working out one day, and um, all of a sudden I, I just felt like something was wrong, Um you know, several hours later, um, I found out that I indeed was pregnant and I had lost that baby. And, um, I started going through my mind, like, why didn't I know, uh, what could I have done differently? Um, you know, you ask yourself, you know, uh, abusive questions, like how could you be so stupid? You know, things like that. And, um, then, uh, The show had to go on um, after I got myself together and and my husband and I, you know, talked about it and we prayed, et cetera. Um, I just put my best face on and pulled up my bootstraps and and kept going with the business. And so while my clients would come into the gym, um, I would be, you know, all smiles and happy and helping them. But as soon as they would leave, I would go into my office and close the door Turn down the blinds, um, turn off the lights, and just be in the the deepest depression I've ever been in my life. And I cried a lot, and I ate a lot to comfort myself. Mm-hmm. And so, um, one day I was sitting in my office, going through the same routine, and I realized that I didn't feel good at all. And all of this uh, sulking and and being miserable wasn't even helping. So. I got on the scale and I realized that I had gained a tremendous amount of weight. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm a, I'm a fitness professional. I I know that this is not right, but I'm just still grieving. And this was, you know, a long period of time I was just still grieving this child or this life that I never even got a chance to know and love. And so um, fast forward, I decided in that moment that I was going to Lose the weight, but I still needed to comfort myself um, because food is comfort. I'm from the South and, you know, I grew up on biscuits and gravy. So (laughs) um, I decided to recreate some of those dishes that reminded me of my Nana's kitchen and I made them in a healthier way. And so that kicked off the whole um, healthy comfort food. Uh, version of my business, and I've, you know, since written a cookbook and taught cooking classes and really got out the message that if you want to eat foods that taste good and lose weight, it's very possible. You just have to be willing to get in the kitchen. Um, And so fast forward, uh, my business uh, through that depression had plummeted to the ground and, I mean, I was on the verge of uh, closing the doors to the business and losing everything, and my husband had to go back to work. In the meantime, I had, you know, crafted a whole system and cookbook and all this, um, and I started to go forward with my business. And no sooner as I come into that realm of it, I got pregnant, um, and this baby uh Is actually here today he's 18 months old now Mm -hmm. Um, so thank you and so um, in the midst of the storm and the chaos in my life there was a blessing on the other side of it and so um, I had to take a break and raise my baby Um, and then in the interim I'm like I've got a kid now I've got to go back to work so I went back to work and I started working hard because I'm like I got to make enough money so that I can go back to you know working from home and getting in my business and be able to support my baby, I need benefits, all this other stuff. And um, I was working so hard I didn't realize that my body was taking another hit and my health started to fail tremendously. My heart rate was racing, um, my blood pressure was all over the place, my skin started acting weird, my hair dried up, and uh, final, the final stage of... Uh, my body telling me that something was wrong was um, I contracted MRSA, which is a um, staph infection of the skin. And it just, um, it is deadly. You can die from it. Um, and that caused me to immediately go into research mode. Like I, I I, will not be the health professional, go down because of, you know, the way that I eat or the way that I live. So long story short again, um I decided to start researching and what I found out, pardon me, what I found out was that the way that you eat, um, healthy eating, the um, foods you put in your body, if you build up your immune system with healthy foods, Mm -hmm. um, you can beat pretty much any disease. And so I'm happy to tell you today that I went from full-blown MRSA attack to now just like, Every once in a while I might get like a little spot that might pop up, but I know how to control it through eating. And so my body is almost 100%, I would say I'm 90% healed from this disease that has taken so many lives. And so that is my story. And now I am just spreading the gospel of (laughs) this new way of eating and eating healthy, like no more of this crap i learned way back in the day it's a new day uh to eating healthy
1: yeah yeah i i spread that gospel right along with you that you have to change the way you eat um you mentioned that you would kind of turn down the blinds and just eat pretty much whatever you wanted how did you kind of start making yourself accountable how did you pull yourself up by the bootstraps and say you know i need to do better because i know that a lot of people struggle with that what what was your mindset
0: Well, when you uh, get down to your lowest point, you kind of come to a place where you're like, I have a decision to make. And uh, for me, it was I wasn't feeling like myself, and I knew that there were a lot of people counting on me. And so what a lot of people fail to realize, and I hear a lot of folks say this when they come to me for training or whatever, They say, I just don't have the motivation, and if I could give anybody a tip tonight, it would be your motivation should always be why, right? So why are you doing anything, right? Anything that you do, there needs to be power behind it, and that power that is given to uh, the action is, okay, what's important to me? For me, it was my husband uh it was uh being around to to be with him and, and live out our our lives together to um one day be blessed with children you know it 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 look, looking ahead and seeing my whole life ahead of me was way more important than being stuck where i was in that moment So I just started putting that vision ahead of me, like, you know, not worrying about what was, but just what can my life become and how can that help tens, hundreds, thousands, millions of people? How is me coming up out of this moment going to affect the lives of others? Because one thing that I've learned in my life is that sometimes um, God or the universe, whatever you want to call that power, that source, um, will give you a little bit of a mess, so that you can turn that mess into a message, and that message thereby changes the lives of other people. So I just had to stop making it about me and make it about other people.
1: Mm-hmm. What um, I know, I know what I used to reach for <laughs> when, when I was depressed. My favorite food was peanut M Ms. I would sit on the couch and eat a, a whole bag of those mega bags of M Ms. And just strictly out of boredom. But what were some of the foods that you reached for when you were depressed?
0: Well, like I said, um, it's not really all about sweets. But, honey, let me tell you something. When I get a pot of chicken and dumplings or some mac and cheese, get mm-hmm. me some biscuits and some gravy, and I will sit and eat and eat <laughs> and eat. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's Southern soul food. Yes, that that's what
1: does it. Yeah, Where are you from, by the way? I know you're in Philadelphia, but where are you originally from?
0: I'm originally from Salisbury, Maryland. So for some people, you might say, well, that's not Salisbury. Well, till you've been there, <laughs> you don't know. So <laughs> Salisbury is where Purdue uh, chicken farms are, and mm-hmm. my family had uh, 26 chicken houses down in Salisbury, Maryland. And so I grew up on fresh comfort food, <laughs> farm fresh. <laughs>
1: Um, one of the things that's always kind of amazed me, Joyce, is how do people make these cookbooks? Um, do you... I know I follow cookbooks because there's sometimes I I follow these paleo cookbooks and they make it very, very easy. But did you get in the kitchen and you just start experimenting? Because I know I I think I was on Facebook one time. You and I are Facebook friends and you uh, posted something um, healthy, like healthy food for football, like nachos or something to that effect. But how did you start? Did you just go in the kitchen and start experimenting like, look, I like this, but let me see if there's a healthy way to make it?
0: Yeah, so let me give you the, the the precursor, I guess, right? So I was never a good cook. I always wanted to be, and I thought I was, but my family told me I sucked at cooking. And so <laughs> when I went into the kitchen and I had gone through that depression, um, I remembered my Nana, and I remember the smell of her food, and I remembered the taste of her food that first initial taste where I would just be like, mm, that is so good. And so when I got into the kitchen, I said, all right, well, let me just start with the basics of what I remembered." And so I would just recall the taste and I would recall the feeling um, that I had when I ate it. And I would just going back and through nostalgia began to change my palate. And some people might say that's a little woo-woo, but it's really true. Um I could all of a sudden taste my Nana's food, like, okay, that's not it. I need a little pinch of paprika. I need a little bit more sage here. And I began to buy a bunch of spices and different things like that and experiment with things, you know, like chicken broth and, you know, different ways to prepare things. And so those memories helped me to bring it forward to my palate. And once my palate was set, I was able to cook. So it was, like, really that easy um, to go ahead and get in there and experiment with my memories and bringing it forward to flavor.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, what when you got into the kitchen and mm-hmm. you're sitting there with all of this stuff, what was the first thing that you want to kind of to transform? What was one of your? The, I, I'm one of those people like my, one of my favorite. um Dishes is salmon croquettes, but I could no longer eat gluten. So I, I said, you know what, well, what can I switch that I don't have to put flour in these anymore? And I came up with almond flour. What was one of the first recipes that you wanted to kind of transform into a more healthier version?
0: Well, that's a good question. So my Nana made um, on, on the Eastern Shore sweet potato biscuits are very popular. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to perfect this because nobody else in the family can make my Nana's biscuits, and she's since passed on. So uh, I learned, I started experimenting with the sweet potatoes, like what kind I needed, um, the flavorings, and how to make the dough. And um, once I figured out how to make that and they came out perfect, then I moved on to uh, chicken and dumplings, and then, okay, now let's get... Um, some chicken, how can I make, you know, fried chicken, but it's not fried. Um, and then it just started like, I just kept going. I got so excited about the food I was (laughs) making. Um, and then it went into like desserts, So pecan bars or pecan pie and chocolate cupcakes. And it just, it just spiraled and I just couldn't stop. And to this day, I'm always, I'll taste food and say, okay, I can make that myself and I can make it healthier.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What um, you mentioned working with clients earlier in the conversation what are some of the things you your clients struggle with I know a lot of people are probably out there listening so what are some of the things that you find that your clients struggle the most with
0: um, I would say one of the biggest things that uh, people struggle with the most is finding motivation um, they seem to have lost their way when it comes to uh, getting their energy up Um, getting their focus up, and, you know, without energy and focus, you don't really get results. And so uh, what I find is that in talking with people and and getting down to um, the bottom of it all, they're just, they're drained. People are just totally drained of um, life. You know, they're beat down with uh, their 9 to five some people work beyond that nine to five, Um, kids and bills and trying to get ahead and am I really doing what I love but I can't do what I love because that doesn't make a lot of money and different things like that. And so all of that translates over to a malnutritioned body. Um, And when you're malnutritioned, your brain gets foggy and that foggy brain thereby says, well, just whatever you can do, just give me a little bit of food and uh get some sleep whenever you can and i'll i'll try to perform for you and so um i kind of in my coaching and in my training i'm trying to help people to find that um sorry if you hear my baby so you try mm-hmm. to find okay. that energy and try to find that focus again
1: you mentioned uh chicken and dumplings and some other things uh and i was just going to ask you and kind of should have asked you way back uh, in the interview, but those are what you considered comfort foods, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and those comfort foods can be pretty much anything for someone who comes from, let's say, you live in California versus the South, um, or you know wherever you live. Those comfort foods can be different for different people. True. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So with your When you start working with a client, I don't know if you work on a group basis or an individual basis, what is the first thing that you try to bring across for that client or the first thing thing that you do when you're working with someone?
0: The first thing we need to do is sit down and talk. Um, A lot of people want me just to write up a meal plan, uh, give them some recipes and a grocery list, and off you go. But I really try to get – I know when I was struggling um, with things in my life and, and whatnot and trying to deal and cope, it was a lot of emotion um a lot of my decisions were being led by my emotions, and so I try to get down to the bottom of you know what is it that you're feeling, what is it you know in your in your gut you know that keeps you up late at night at three o'clock in the morning, you're waking up, you know sweating and thinking about. X, Y, and Z, whatever the situation is, because ultimately I can give you a meal plan, I can give you recipes and all of that, but if you don't start with transforming your mind and the way that you think about food um, and dealing with things, then all of the work that we do together is in vain and it's not going to work. You're going to move on to the next product, book, pill, or whatever, So we really have to get down to the bottom of what is going on internally um, in your gut, in your mind, so that we can begin to transform that. And that, honestly, is the hardest piece of work that you will do on your journey to weight loss, is transforming your mind. But once it becomes restored and renewed and you change the way that you think, then the results begin to happen that much faster, it's faster than any pill you can take, mhm
1: mhm what um when you are working with a client and they are more what I've noticed with a lot of women is women are more towards plant based diets they like to eat vegetables, they do all of that stuff. Men are more meat eaters. Do you kind of work with people who you find out what they like and kind of cater? towards what they like versus trying to push them in a different direction, or how do you work with them?
0: So the the thing that um, we all have to remember is that uh, just because you like it doesn't mean that it's great for you. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't push people into doing what I think um, they should do. We come to an agreement. And so whereas though I am mostly plant-based, um, I certainly am not opposed to someone consuming, um, you know, meat in moderation. But for me, I, I tend to say the 80-20 rule uh, when I'm working with people and even with myself. So 80% um, plant-based and 20%, you know, uh, animal products. So to give an example of what I'm saying. So um, in the morning you might have oatmeal with pecans and Uh, raisins or something, a cup of green tea, um, and uh, coconut yogurt or something like that. And then for a snack, you might have, um, depending on when you work out, maybe a protein shake. And then at lunchtime, you might have a great big salad before you eat anything else. And then you might do um, a chicken breast at lunch and maybe quinoa or something like that. Then in the afternoon, you might have almonds and an apple. And then for dinner, you might do salmon, uh, green beans, and um, cauliflower, mashed cauliflower, for example. The majority of your day, you've gone Mm plant-based, right? But 20% of that day, you've consumed animal product. And if you just think about it like that, it's such an easy thing to implement, um, certainly not the whole system, but that just it's doing that one thing can change, uh, you know, your body composition. Yeah. So it's really not that hard.
1: Do you work with both men and, uh, and women?
0: Oh, absolutely. And as a matter of fact, my first cookbook was called The Bikini Kitchen. And 40% of uh, the people that wanted to work with me and that purchased my book were men. So they were like, listen, as long as I don't have to wear a bikini while I'm cooking, I'm good with that. Let's just give you the right. recipe.
1: <laughs> what uh, I know I only got you like for a couple more minutes here and you got to go tend uh, ten to the baby. But what um, you mentioned having the recipe books, what's your favorite recipe?
0: I would say my favorite recipe that is mine um, would be my pecan bars because they are absolutely healthy for you, Um, totally nutritious, nothing bad in them, and they are so freaking good, it's ridiculous. Um, They are James Moore approved. And then (laughs) (laughs) my favorite recipe that came from Darren – the Batman himself. Really? Was, yes, was that pizza video you did that went viral all over the Internet.
1: Oh, the paleo <laughs> pizza? I, did, yes. I would have never known that.
0: Darren, let oh, me tell wow. you something. That changed my life. I was looking <laughs> all over the place for a pizza recipe, and when I came across your video, I said, you know what, I'm so mad right now because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even tell me he was doing this.
1: That's the last video I made, Joyce, I think. Um, wow. No, you know what? There's another video on there that actually did you, the, the original one when I was just pounding the thing down in the, the crust? Yeah. yeah. But there's another one I made on breakfast pizza that actually shows you how to make the pizza, um, actually make the crust a little bit more authentic, like real pizza crust. You add arrowroot flour to it. And no one watches that video. Everybody watches the paleo pizza video. But if you watch the breakfast pizza video, it shows you how to make a better crust. And I love that that uh, breakfast pizza. It is great. Okay,
0: I'm on it. You know I'm on it. <laughs> you know I'm on it. And I gave you full credit uh, when I did a video for pizza. I was like, this came from my friend Darren. This is not my recipe, and but I love it. So I'm sharing it.
1: Yeah, if you t- that one is good. People are still watching that one. And I always tell people when I answer their comments on YouTube, go to the breakfast pizza one because it'll be more like pizza. And the crust is, is absolutely fabulous. Okay, yep.
0: I'm on it.
1: Yep. Well, thank you. I didn't want to keep you f- no more than 30 minutes because I know you have the baby, and that's the 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 really big ending to this whole story. I know that you ended up – You know, losing one baby, but you do have a baby that's here, really a baby boy, right?
0: Yeah, a little boy named Malachi.
1: Okay. You plan on having any more?
0: No, Darren. Um...
1: (laughs) (laughs) One is enough,
0: huh? Um, Yes. Uh, TV lies to you about labor and (laughs) delivery.
1: I always tell people I could never go to be a woman and go through labor. I don't think, I think you are, you, women are the toughest people alive. I don't think I could do the whole labor thing.
0: It is like every bone in your body breaking, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) no, I, I always said, um, I'm good with my little boy. Um, I prayed for a little boy and a little boy came, but if, um, the fates would say, um, you know, go ahead and let's bring another one in the world, then that's cool, too. As long as I raise responsible people that are going to change the world, I'm down with that. But um, I wanted to uh, encourage folks, if you don't mind, if I could just take a minute.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you to go ahead and um, give them your site and how to get it, your cookbook and all that stuff. Go ahead. Go right ahead.
0: So um guys, you can find me at Fresh dot com so fresh dot com. Um you can always reach out to me um on Facebook and all those places and it's uh Fresh Start Um Fresh Start Transformations on Facebook uh and Fresh Start Me, M E on Twitter. Um and I'm not so fancy as to be all over the place. Right now, um, until I get my team developed, but you can always reach me there. You can also email me any questions that you may have, um, and that is just joyce at freshstartwithjoyce.com. Um, and then I'll be having a whole in the springtime, I have a brand new cookbook coming out, um, and that's going to be Fresh Start Kitchen. Um, this is a whole new uh, way outside of the bikini kitchen. Um, because this is all about what I did to begin to heal my body. Um, And just to encourage you that are listening to the show tonight, I know that sometimes it seems like uh, this heavy uh, burden upon you uh, because the world would have you to believe that you should be in control of your eating, you should be in control of your weight, and you should be able to deal with the pressures of day-to-day life and it's just you don't feel like sharing it with other people because you don't want to be judged um, and ridiculed. But if I could encourage you to just use this uh, radio show as a way to learn and use the the community that Darren is building uh, to grow and to find out, you know, what other people are doing um, to get encouragement and to get the accountability that you need Uh, to continue to make change in your life because you can't do it alone. Because if we could do things alone and by ourselves, it would have been done already. But the fact that you're here listening to this show tonight, uh, the fact that you're tuning in to Darren's uh, Facebook page and, and things like that, and if you check my stuff out, it's all well and good. But the fact that you're reaching out means that you need community and that you need accountability So once you come to that place, don't hesitate. Don't hem and haul. Get the help that you need. If you need a coach, hire a coach because it will take you from where you are to where you want to be in half the amount of time. So I just wanted to encourage you because if it wasn't for Darren being in my life and being a friend, even though we've never met in person, you know, I count him as a friend because I can call on him, I can reach out to him, and he's right there, and he'll be there for you too. So I just wanted to say that tonight.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I told everybody at the beginning, you really helped me out uh, with the boot camp thing. I, Joyce was one of the first people I reached out to, and she was more than helpful to me. I called her, and she gave me some tips and some pointers, and, Things didn't work out the way that I expected them to to work out, but they always work out the way that they are expected to, if that makes sense. So I'm glad that both you and I are on this journey. And you're saying the exact same things that I always say, that when I started this journey back in 2005, I read books I did everything I could do. But I kept myself accountable. And I didn't have all of this. I didn't have radio shows. I didn't have the people. But um, I managed to just teach myself a lot of this stuff. So now you have YouTube, you have all of these things. There's, It makes no sense for if you want to be healthy, you can be healthy because all the tools are out there. And you have people like myself, you have people like Joyce, and there's a ton of other people out there that are doing fitness stuff. So. You really have no excuses if you really want to be healthy, you can be healthy and uh Joyce, just before I let you go, do you work with people individually on Skype or anything like that?
0: Yes, I do uh consultations on skype um you know if you are local, I actually have a program uh where I give you concierge service uh, v i p service where we go to the grocery store together we go um uh, take food out of your pantry, donate them to um, a food bank, and then we start cooking healthy dishes right in your kitchen. So there's all different types of services um, that I offer, and you can go to the website and you'll see them there.
1: Okay, great. Hey, thank you. I know you got to take care of that baby, and a uh, couple of months down the road we'll see about you coming back and tell us what you're doing, Okay.
0: Absolutely, Darren. I love you so much, like a brother. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. You got to get down to Florida. I know I'm not coming to Philadelphia anytime soon. If you guys get down here for a family vacation, let me know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much, Joyce.
0: You're welcome. Good night, everybody.
1: All right. Have a good night. Bye. All right. Good show. Really short show. I think I'm going to do some some shorter shows here um, next week. Well, not next week. Actually, we'll be talking a bit about water. I have Paul B. I'm just going to say Paul B. because I don't know how to uh, actually um, pronounce Paul's last name. And I don't want to jack it up here, but we'll have Paul. and We'll be talking about water, about hydrogen, about uh more hydrogen in water, how it's helping athletes, how it's helping people with diabetes, how it's helping just the general population be more and more healthy. So we'll be talking to him. Um, I also have a show coming up on vaccinations. I'm actually going to need your help with that show. What questions do you, you want to ask? That show will only be 30 minutes. I have Barbara Low Fisher, who is, um, she runs a vaccination uh, business or vaccination uh, help type of, of business out of the uh, Washington DC area. So she'll be on as a guest and uh, I'll need your help with some questions to ask her. Cause we'll have a quick 30 minutes and then she has to go. So you kind of, I'll put some stuff out on Facebook to see your more most pertinent questions and ask her those questions on the air um, about vaccinations. I know it's a lot of controversy around that. And then I think next week, I'm not sure who I'll have. Um, I haven't, lined anyone up yet but Barbara will finish out January and then February I'm working on some people um, really good Kindle books that I've been reading and some people that I'm going to reach out to to get them on the show and hopefully they'll come on the show and we'll talk a little bit more and every month I'll keep working more and more and getting more guests and really looking to do a Monday and a Wednesday show from here on out to get Just some more people on, get some more things uploaded into um, not YouTube, but into iTunes for you to listen to and just a lot more variety. So, again, Happy New Year. We ended up coming back a week later than I thought, but it all works out. So Happy New Year 2015. Peace and love. And I will see you on Wednesday for the next episode. Thanks for listening, y'all.